0: Welcome to Just Jive Pod, a podcast where we share a drink, talk about life, and pretty much just jive. My name is Jerome.
1: And I'm Jossie, and uh, we are... Uh, you might notice that audio does sound a little bit different today, too. Um, that's because I'm actually not with Jerome right now. I'm actually in New York City, and that's also why we have a couple of featured guests. Um, so we're, we have our friends, Darren and Emily, and also... Their roommate, <laughs> Hey.
2: <laughs> Hello.
0: Hi. Awesome. Well, welcome. And we get to also feature the New York background noise. And unfortunately, uh, today, uh, the New York City folks do not have any alcoholic beverages. So I'm drinking alone today. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> partially. Partially. You're not drinking alone.
1: We're just drinking non-alcoholic Yeah,
0: so why don't you guys start? What are you guys drinking today?
1: Well, we're drinking Sprite. It's a nice, refreshing drink. And (laughs) apparently there's a story behind it too uh, that the roommate Annabelle just took it from clinic or something. Mm. And yeah, it was just sitting in the fridge and we just cracked it open today. Nice. A very nice,
0: crisp, Zero uh, percent alcohol content. Yep, the best for you, I guess. Um, I'm drinking a Golden Road Pulp, sorry, Golden Road Wolf Pup Session IPA. Um, one of the cans that Michelle brought for us during that last crazy hole. Um, it's an IPA. It is. Uh, I'm drinking it from a 12 ounce can and. It is a 4.5 alcohol content and honestly one of the kind of like most light IPAs out there. It's got a little kick, um, but it's very smooth and very just, you know, typical IPA. Uh, So I will be enjoying this as you guys enjoy your crisp Sprite.
1: Yeah, totally. So, um, again, uh, we have the pleasure, uh, and mostly me, I have the pleasure of staying with Darren and Emily and their roommate um, while I'm here in New York for these few days. And uh, yeah, so, um, first, Darren and Emily, um, who are you guys? Can you just tell us a little bit about who you are, where you're from, where did you meet, um,
3: and why you yeah, where did you go to college and stuff? Uh, I'm Darren. So, I'm from Torrance, California. I met Emily, who is now my wife, back in first year of optometry school. 2015. Uh, 2015, yeah. So, we went to optometry school in Fullerton at Southern California College of Optometry. And um, we're both optometrists now. I'm in my residency year, and Emily's uh, making the bank so we can live in the, the... You know New York City (laughs) in our expensive apartment
2: (laughs) yeah uh he mostly said it all my name is Emily I'm from Los Angeles area Downey specifically um I think that that's mainly everything the same as Darren I work at a private practice in Brooklyn right now um while Darren's at the SUNY um the university in Midtown Manhattan
0: okay well we're really happy to have you guys on i think this is for us a milestone too because we've done remote recording and this is the first time where it's like remote but multiple guests recording so and also this
1: is our first time recording with multiple guests usually we just have one guest um so that's true it's actually a couple milestones you know remote recording um recording with multiple guests and just yeah um Yeah, long distance for
0: sure Pray it sounds okay Um, It doesn't burn the listener's ears uh, With the different audio quality Um, Anyways guys, uh, yeah, really glad that you're here Um, We uh, actually think this is such a great topic Because we've, in so many other episodes We've hinted at moving to different places for work or for school Um, and it's, it's just another case of, um, you know, professional reasons for, um, kind of picking up your life and moving to a different, um, quite a different area at the East coast. So I guess my question to you guys first is just, um, when was the decision to move to New York city made? And, uh, can you kind of prep us up to the, uh, leading up to that actual decision itself
3: so when i applied for residency we had kind of agreed that wherever i matched with so with residency there's like a match program and so i can interview to a bunch of places and Mm -hmm. rank them how i would prefer to go but um it's kind of up to this computer Mm -hmm. algorithm to figure out where you're actually going to go for the year so we had decided that um after we got married and after we finished school that we would just end up going to wherever the match program said I was going to go for residency. Unfortunately with right. the head trauma residency that I'm doing kind of like um, rehabilitation residency, there's not too many and New York is kind of, I think it was the very first one and um, there's only a few around the country. So uh, we're pretty happy to be out here uh, even though it's a big change of pace.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So you guys have mentioned a couple times now that you are recently married. Um, I still remember that wedding; it was awesome. Uh, but that's kind of crazy that after you guys got married, um, you you moved, picked up, and moved so far away from you, your guys' hometown. Um, so how did it feel moving so quickly after tying the knot?
2: Um, I. I felt like it was pretty crazy. It was fast. It was a lot of transitions all at once. Um, In the beginning of 2019, we were doing our last rotation in Central California and then moving back to SoCal to graduate in May. Um, And exactly two weeks after that, we got married and two weeks after that, we moved. So not only were we, um, becoming optometrists and figuring out the whole residency and, and job situation, but we were navigating married life right. and, um, figuring out or trying to find an apartment. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of transitions all at once. So I thought it was a little overwhelming, especially the first, um, month or so, mm. but we tried to just take it one thing at a time. Um, and I think that helped.
1: Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's, a uh, um, such a short time between all those different parts of your life. And now you're here in New York. Yeah. <laughs> how is it
0: for you, Darren? Um how how soon after did you start your um your residency after moving there?
3: So I think we moved in a week before I started. Um and oh, it was wow. like end of June, super hot, nice and sweaty, our apartment's on the fourth floor, <laughs> and there's no elevator, so <laughs> it was a fun time, but you know, it's in New York, so we don't have a lot of stuff. It was just a mattress on the floor kind of thing. Right. Um, but, no, I, I, it was a crazy time. and Definitely starting residency was wild, but yeah, you get used to it. You, you take it every day at a time, and, I don't know, it was just nice having Emily and our roommate Annabelle to um, kind of hang out with and go through it all together.
0: Yeah, I know. That, that's really good to hear. Um, are you guys planning on staying in New York uh, for for long? Uh, I know it's kind of driven by how long your residency is, but um, how, how long are you guys expecting to be staying in New York?
2: Um, yeah, just for the year. That's all we... I mean, yeah, we're pretty sure we're moving back. <laughs> um, his residency ends end of June. Okay, um, nice. And we have a lot of incentive to move back to SoCal. Um, my employer doesn't know that I plan, (laughs) that I have hard plans to move back, I kind of left that up Mm. in the air. I told them I had strong incentives to move back, but I said, well, you know, anything can happen. We're still figuring it out. Um, But yeah, unless something crazy happens, our our plans are to move back um, end of June or beginning
3: of July. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it would be pretty cool to live in new york for a short period of time you know maybe a few months or something Mm -hmm. um after residency but yeah like emily said all our family's back in socal and um it's very expensive to live out here (laughs) so yeah yeah moving back would be pretty nice yeah that's
0: that's an interesting dynamic because it's like even even for people who go to college for four years they have that mindset of going home there's other cases where it's like uh people move for work and plan on staying there long term, but for yours it's like it's quite short. Um so I guess do you like do you feel like your aim is to make New York like where you are right now feel like a home or are is it almost like we're not even trying to really plant many roots um where you guys are right now?
3: I mean it does feel like home in some Mm -hmm. ways, but it's like a temporary home. And so we're kind of living like tourists a little bit and you know we're trying to make the most of it and it's nice i think because we have the mentality that we're really getting the most out of new york or at least trying to um but at the same time it is pretty nice to come home and call it home you know so Mm -hmm. um i think we've gotten pretty comfortable but at the same time just trying to get everything out of new york and for you guys to have a great roommate too
1: (laughs) (laughs) shout out annabelle she, th- she's uh literally like two feet away making dinner and
2: <laughs> trying yeah. to be as quiet as possible <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i agree that's that's a good question um i think it is a, a weird mindset to settle in and feel as comfortable as possible but also knowing that this is very temporary um we've done our best to kind of, um, find a church and plug in and have at least some things be consistent and, mm-hmm. um, stable and try to have a community. Um, I think that's probably one of the, the hardest parts about being so far from home is kind of starting over, um, in terms of who you interact with just cause it is hard to stay in touch with friends and family, um, who are in a different sure. time zone. Um, But yeah, so far, I mean, we really feel settled now Um, and I'm excited to move back.
0: (laughs) Yeah, SoCal is pretty
1: nice. Especially since it sounds like that's where home has been, right? Like family, Mm -hmm. um, friends, like your entire social circle. So it makes a lot more sense, you know, why you would want to move back, right? Like it's... It's not like home was here and you kind of moved back to New York to do it. It's like this was the the trip away, right? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, uh, we're going to shift into like talking about, you know, you guys have been here for a few months now. um, But we just want to see like how is life, you know, how is. um, So first is how how is day to day life been um, comparing uh, New York to like where you were at in Orange County or L.A. or even Central Coast. um, And. Again, for the listeners uh, who are tuning in, um, you know, I had lived on the Central Coast for a short period, too, so I, I'd be interested to see, like, what, how your guys' perspective is, is different.
3: Well, you know, I wish we were on the Central Coast, but I think we were more in, like, Central Valley, like, in the farmland. Wow, <laughs> yeah, but um, ever since Emily and I started dating, I feel like every year has been, like, change and stuff because of grad school and and clinical rotations and now residency. So, um, day-to-day life in New York city is pretty different. You know, the people are different, commutes, different work is different. Um, the time zone is different, but uh, you know, I think having Emily here, it's like, this is kind of the life that we've had for the past four years, just a lot of change Mm and rolling with the punches. So, um, in terms of like how New York city is different, I would say the big things are just the amount of people walking around all the time, every day. <laughs> um, I think New Yorkers get a bad rap, but generally they're pretty nice, pretty helpful. It's just that there's so many people out and about. <laughs> um, it's crazy how many people can fit in one tiny area. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I don't, I thought I would miss driving cause out here we don't have a car. Obviously we just take the subway everywhere. Um, But I really don't miss driving. It's pretty nice not having to worry about parking, traffic. You just hop on a train and get to work. Mm.
1: Well you guys um, both work Monday through Friday?
2: Uh, Darren does. I work... Oh, sorry. Wednesday through Friday and every other Saturday right now. So I work about 30-hour weeks. Uh, They're easing me into more hours, so... A little bit later, I'll be more full time. But for now, I really enjoy having Monday and Tuesday off.
1: I mean, that's that's <laughs> nice of them. Mm-hmm. So, you have some more free time than Darren does right now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What do you usually do in that free time?
2: Um, I usually do grocery shopping, so I go to Trader Joe's at least once or twice a week. Um, I because try to do, Trader
3: Joe's is the only yeah. reasonably priced grocery store in New York. <laughs> yeah, mm. that's,
2: that's a big thing in terms of uh, day-to-day life. Everything here is so expensive. Groceries are um, no exclusion. Um, Trader Joe's is the one consistent grocery store. So I do all our shopping there. And I try to meal prep um, Mondays or Tuesdays. Mondays are really crazy for shopping for some reason. So Tuesdays are usually the day I get a lot of that stuff done. Um, And then it's just running errands, or I have my introvert time, Hmm. so I read a book. (laughs) I do a long Devo, um, try to catch up with friends, um, sleep in. It's really nice.
3: (laughs) I mean, it's nice so far because... Our weekends have been similar enough that we can, you know, explore New York a little bit and walk through Central Park or, you know, just explore the city and try new foods. So um, that is pretty nice in, in the free time we have together, at least.
0: Right. Yeah. I, I do follow you guys on Instagram and I get your stories <laughs> of like, hey, we're, we're at like this bar or new restaurant. I'm I think in my head, I'm like, dang, man, they're having so much fun. Like, <laughs> I think I, I just I just I just want to go there right now too. But uh, is exploring New York? Um, do you guys do that a lot, even just on the weekdays and stuff? Or uh, are, are you guys? Is it just like living in SoCal, but not in SoCal in New York, where you know you really actually are more work focused still?
2: Hmm. I think we go out more now than we did in. Um years past, mainly because we are so busy with grad school. Like when you'd come home from school or clinic or whatever, there's always work to be doing. Um, now for the most part, it's, I mean, Darren may have a chart or two to finish at the end of the day, but for the most part, we, we leave our work at work, or at least I do. Um, so I really feel like I can, I have the night to, to do whatever I, I will. And So far we've been doing Thursdays. We try to do like a date night. Um, That's the only weekday that we go out though. For the most part it's weekends. And and again, that's that's going back to making the most of our year in New York. Usually I would feel pretty guilty about spending so much money um, eating out and whatnot. But our mentality is kind of like we only have one year and there's so many things to do, Hmm. so many things to eat. We might as well try try things and, and make the most of it.
3: When we're back in California too, I mean like I've never gone to like the real touristy California stuff, probably cuz in my head I'm thinking like I'm going to live in California my whole life, so I'll get to the Griffith Observatory another time. <laughs> but yeah, being yeah. in New York like it's we know it's going to end at some point soon, so just trying to do as much as we can. I think it's it's been good, you know, trying to nice and it's easy too, you know, taking the train everywhere. Is so so nice. Um, and it's we're technically paying for it already with our subway passes, so might as well.
1: Right. Yeah, and you guys had mentioned um, like, you know, you guys mentioned about meal prepping, um, but also date night on Thursdays, and also just um, going to explore more. What are some of your like? What what have some of your favorite restaurants been? Or do you have like go tos now? Have you gone back to certain places?
2: Um, I would say we don't have many go-to restaurants just because there's so many to choose from. And, um, I, I think Darren's a little bit more of a creature of habit than I am. So I, (laughs) I don't let us go to the same place over and over just because I want to try different things. Um, I have like almost 90 things bookmarked on Yelp right now. So you're the
1: more foodie of the two.
2: maybe. Yeah, Debatable. Darren, Darren's really into, like, beers or, uh, I don't know, certain foods. But in general, I want to try everything. So, um, yeah, I have a list of, of things to accomplish. <laughs> um, I
3: actually, mean, w- with so many people visiting, everyone wants to try, like, New York pizza. Um, so we've kind of established our favorite pizza joint so far my personal favorite is scars i think it's you know it's nice and greasy and salty and delicious um <laughs> but you know you can't go wrong with the other places either There, you know we, justin and i you know we just went yesterday to some random random pizza place like down the street and it was really good so yeah. i think it, pretty much you can go anywhere and find some good restaurants yeah i mean we have one go-to bar do. down the street that you know has a good happy hour um Play, there's a bocce ball in bocce ball court indoors that we play so um i don't know there's a lot of places everywhere it seems like you just got to find your where you're comfortable going and something i realized is like you
1: guys are you know we talked about this yesterday just you know walking around but you know you guys are living in a place where you have like a laundromat downstairs like a sushi place across the street and like <laughs> literally this hodgepodge of like <laughs> random stuff just literally down the street and um, a bagel shop like across you know and you're in a place where you can just walk around to do that right like you're in the city you there's a lot mm-hmm. of stuff nearby that you can just check out and obviously yelp is a good friend um, mm-hmm. to, to do that or people's recommendations and stuff which is probably how you developed your mm-hmm. long list right yeah cool um so in general about New York, what is what is like one of your favorite things that you've uh, kind of yeah what
3: what's one of your favorite things in the last few months that you've realized? I would say, I know I've harped on this a lot, but the convenience of the subway is so nice. not I mean, I actually like driving California too, so um, but just not having to worry about parking or a designated driver or traffic, you know. Even traffic, like subway traffic is not even that bad. There's a lot of people, but you'll be able to get on a train. Um, I think with where our apartment is in the Upper East Side, we got really lucky with our location and we can get anywhere within Manhattan within it, like 40 minutes tops. So um, that's probably why Emily has like so many things on Yelp too, because they're all pretty accessible. Like we can get out there pretty easily. Mm. Um, And I think that's. That's one of the... That's one of my favorite things about New York City, at least. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, definitely public transportation. That's the, the easy answer. Easy number one. Um, I think on top of that, I appreciate, uh, the diversity in New York. Um, I know L.A. is very diverse as well. I try to avoid downtown L.A. as much as possible, though, um... <laughs> I would spend, I guess, more time in the OC or kind of outer LA cities, um, and I think it's easy to find yourself in a in a bubble, um, especially if you go to an Asian church um, or you grew up with a lot of Asian friends. Um, I went to UC Irvine, so not a very diverse experience there, although wonderful.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: um, so, when I got to New York, um, yeah, you're just exposed to so many different cultures, um, people, personalities, communication styles, um, foods. Um, so, I think a, a lot of it is been opening my eyes and making me appreciate um, having that diverse experience, even, like, with our new church. Um, that's something I, I love about it is that we can kind of intermix with people we usually wouldn't meet otherwise.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay, on the flip side, what is one thing you have not found to love about New York? Something you dislike or just something that has not
3: been your favorite? (laughs)
2: There you go.
3: Um, let me think. You know with this public transportation and everything that means you're going to be walking around more you're going to be around more people um in california you know you, you just drive your car and you're literally your windows are up and you you know you're kind of at this like safe comfortable distance from people but walking around new york city you know my least favorite thing is walking behind someone who's smoking hmm. that oh man i mean i know it's they can't really help it a lot of times they have places to be and you know smoking is an addiction but like oh my god i can't stand it and so trying to and and the 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 sidewalks are narrow and you know there's only there's so many people you can't really avoid it and there's so many people smoking too so i think that's kind of rough but that's how it goes if you're walking around the city and you're taking public transit i think you can't avoid it yeah
2: um the smells are a big one yeah the smoking (laughs) um summers in new york the garbage is left out on the sidewalk and so it's super hot the garbage is sitting out there there's just just
3: a, hot garbage yeah cooking hot gar- <laughs> wow
2: it is very okay. smelly. <laughs> um, and especially what depending on the part of New York you're you're walking through there's just no <laughs> ventilation so if you're sensitive to smells which I am it's kind of uh, yeah
3: it's so funny if you go to Chinatown you'll know by the smell when you enter Chinatown like it's such a distinct interesting smell <laughs> mix of smells that Chinatown just has i guess i don't know mm-hmm. uh, yeah i mean
1: thankfully like i guess since i've been here weather's not been super hot so like the, oh, been the really good. yeah so the smells haven't been super bad <laughs> but um but yeah, I did notice that, yeah, there's just trash laying on the sidewalk, just waiting for the pickup, right, or whatever it is. Once a week? Twice a week? I don't know. Every day. Every day? Every day. Okay, then. <laughs> All right, well, um, also, um, since you guys uh, are in a unique life circumstance, too, being newly married, um, kind of being here for a planned, you know, probably short term, unless something big changes in your guys but most likely we'll see you guys move probably moving back right um so we actually wanted to you know um make this practical for some of our listeners because actually i think some of our listeners and, and friends have been or are currently in the situation where they recently moved to a new place um do you guys have any uh tips um, or advice for any um Any, like, newlyweds or even just people in general who are moving into a totally
3: new environment? I don't know. I don't know if we're the right people to ask. I feel (laughs) like we're just, we're still trying to play it by ear and, like, keep learning about it. But, um... Well, at least so far since
1: you've been here the last few months, what is something that's been practical for you guys?
2: Um... Darren's really, or I, I wouldn't say really good, but he's better than me <laughs> um, the logistical side. I think it's always good to have a plan when moving anywhere. Um, it was a little bit difficult finding our apartment and furnishing it and doing all that stuff just because we couldn't see it with our own eyes before moving here. Um, but I left that to Darren and Annabelle to kind of um, do the research Um, figure out transportation ahead of time um, slowly learning the subways and whatnot Um, but yeah just asking around um, trying to connect to friends who have lived in New York or are living in New York and asking them for advice you know what's the best way to do this where should I go for this that type of thing has been really helpful Um, in a more so that's like the practical side, I guess, in a more uh, spiritual, emotional way. Um, for me being very emotional <laughs> and um, very much a feeler, I think um, it's it was very important for me to um, be checking out different churches and making friends, even though I feel like it's it's hard to be apart from the friends that are so close to me um, in California as well as my family. Um, it's important to find a community where you are um, while also trying to balance, like, maintaining those old friendships and um, being considerate of the time difference but
0: hmm.
2: um, still making time to call your mom. and um text your, your friends and your group chats and just let them know how you're doing and you're still alive and <laughs> you still need them um that kind of thing has been really nice for for my relationships
3: huh <laughs> advice
2: how about with like our relationship like communication and
3: hmm. okay in the most practical sense i think the best advice i can give is to share your location on find my friends because that's super nice like i'll know when emily's leaving work and she'll know when i'm leaving work and it's like oh i don't even need to ask like i'll start heating up dinner or something you know something like that i think that is so nice (laughs) maybe because we're not very good at texting we kind of rely on that (laughs) but um that is a very practical thing um I don't know I think it's it's just nice like um going grocery shopping together or cooking together finding those times to like because with different schedules and stuff it is easy for one person to cook a meal and meal prep and then you know just microwave it for dinner and stuff but cooking together or grocery shopping together even doing laundry together I think is like um at least it's, it's meaningful for me in terms of like just like quality time to spend um in a relaxing sense and not you know just chilling and Hanging out together. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and, but you guys are also doing weekly date nights on average, right? Like every Thursday has been mm-hmm. date night so far. So, I mean, that's part of it too, right?
2: Yeah.
3: It's getting expensive. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll save you guys one night at least this, this week. <laughs> yeah, Jesse's uh, treating us out to a fancy Peter Luger steak tomorrow night. So. Ooh.
1: Woohoo. Yeah, I mean,
3: honestly. Part of the reason is just because I wanted to go
1: again, so... <laughs> are you are if you guys want to come with me, sure. Jesse, can
0: you, uh, to go some back for me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, thank you guys. That's, it's just good to hear from you guys. Like, I haven't, I don't think I've caught up with you or really messaged you guys or anything much since you guys left, so it's really good to hear... That, like you said, Emily, that you're at least alive yeah. and <laughs> and well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but we we definitely miss you guys back in California. Um, so it's just great to hear and catch up with you guys. Um,
3: so when are uh, you and Eugen gonna come visit us, and we'll go to you know, Luger?
0: you know, it's <sighs> gotta happen pretty <laughs> on the spot soon. now. <laughs> that's gotta happen pretty soon. Um, yeah, no, we've. We're we've been wanting to go to New York. I've never been. Oh, oh man. man! Like I've heard so many good things about it, uh, good and bad. Like kind of like you said, but I think uh, it, it's just it's one of those places in America that everybody wants to go to. So um, definitely down, and you guys are definitely an incentive to to head over.
3: We've got this nice queen futon calling your name. That Jesse's already broken in for you. <laughs> hey, there you go. There you <laughs> go and you get to
1: meet annabelle too oh yeah there you awesome
3: go. yeah
0: <laughs> yeah so uh one thing we were talking about was a, a rec, a recommendation of the week that we do on our podcast um sometimes it's beer sometimes it's food sometimes it's tv shows, some s- random stupid stuff <laughs> um this time it's it's i think very relevant um it's just kind of a general travel tip, whether it's short-term, long-term, flight, road trip, whatever it might be. Um, so, I don't know. Uh,
1: Jesse, I guess, do you want to start for a rec for a travel tip? Yeah, I can start. So, my recommendation for travel is invest in a neck pillow. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I had a neck pillow that I had bought for a previous trip a while ago, um, but it was like kind of on the cheaper side. So I was actually had planned to get a new pillow before my first flight coming here. But mm. I flew out of um, Burbank, um, so not LAX, and it was an evening flight. So being a smaller airport, everything was closed already. So unfortunately I didn't get to buy um, my neck pill until my second flight. But um, a neck pillow, like no matter how long your flight is, um, or even like if you're on a road trip or something like that, it's super helpful. Um, it it definitely saves a lot of like just stiffness and soreness and pain and stuff. Your um, head
2: doesn't mm-hmm. fall
1: forward. No, um, usually yeah, I'm I'm pretty good. Yeah, yeah, and like the one that I have, I again I think maybe spent forty bucks on it, and it's like kind of like that tempur style. Mm. It's super comfortable. Uh, so I would, I would definitely personally really recommend a neck pillow. Awesome. What about you
3: guys, Darren? Emily? Uh, are you going to talk about eye drops? <laughs> Since you have dry. I'll let you talk about eye drops. But uh, I think my travel tip would be to pick an airline that lets you have a carry on, like automatically. Mm. I think it's very tempting to go with like United or something that like super basic economy. Ooh, that saves you maybe like 15 20 bucks but having a carry-on i think once you start packing for things even a weekend trip it's like so underrated to have a carry-on i think you'll always find things to
2: what?
3: keep going oh, you'll always find things that you'll need to bring or, or gifts you need to bring or like a blanket you need to bring that you can't really have without a carry-on so i'm also an overpacker though so that might be a factor <laughs> I definitely (laughs) overpack (laughs) too.
2: Um... Travel advice. Um... I always like to... Yelp... The area before I go there. Um... Because food is very important to me. And... (laughs) I have major FOMO if I go somewhere... And I didn't get, like, the one thing that everyone... Says to get. Or... um, is you know the treasure of whatever that city is um so i like to do my research about coffee um Mm. brewery restaurants um all of that stuff that i find on yelp or or just ask people um for recommendations and have a rough plan of um this day we're going here uh, or in our case, next week we're going here. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point before we leave, we have to go here. That type of thing. And Peter Luger is definitely one of those things. So we're we're gonna check that off this week.
3: Nice. And we would be bad optometrists if we did not say that airplanes are really dry places, and you should bring some eye drops.
2: Right before takeoff, one eye drop each eye. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and maybe another one if it's longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah
0: um for myself uh i think it's it's an advice that i've learned from uh making a mistake i i was presented with a choice of do i bring a duffel bag without wheels or just bring a you know roller Mm. and i chose a duffel bag because i was like yeah you know like just put it over your shoulder and you'll like you don't have to, like, really carry anything behind you and all that. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go that route. Turns Ooh. out the uh, airport was huge. Um, and I had to go from, like, one side of the airport to the other with a fat duffel bag wrapped around my <laughs> neck. Oh, man, that was, that was a workout. And my neck hurt for, like, at least, uh, like, two days after that. So, um, yeah, like, if it's carry-on Something small, especially that you have to just kind of carry around with you all the time. Uh, yeah, if you're presented with the choice, choose something with wheels. It might be a little inconvenient, like having to drag it along, but save your neck, save your back. It'll be uh, <laughs> very worth it.
1: I actually, um, I actually did your advice um before this trip um nice part of my prep was actually i bought a a roller so the one that is sitting next to me is one i bought maybe a month ago um, because i didn't have a roller and just like you said uh, the last trip i took and i had my giant duffel and i was dying well actually the last time i was here in new york i had a giant duffel
3: and i was dying (laughs) that's sad news yeah yeah, in New York, you're walking everywhere. If you don't have wheels, you're—it's a death sentence.
1: <laughs> but yeah, um, again, thank you guys for joining us, and yeah, thank you so much, Darren and Emily, and also Annabelle in the background, um, for <laughs> for you know hanging out with us today and um, sharing a little bit about life in New York and hopefully some tips um, for people. Um, so we're we're really glad you guys joined us.
3: Yeah, no, thanks for having us, and we'll keep. Following you guys and yeah, liking you. your posts on Instagram <laughs> and everything. <laughs> hey,
1: hey, hey. Um, Speaking about our posts, actually, um, so for those who are listening, again, please, um, you, you probably found us somehow, whether it's either you know, Google Podcast or uh, iTunes Podcast or Spotify, we're on there too. Um, but generally, anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find us. Um, again, we're called Just Child Pod. Again, that's Just Child Pod. Um, our biggest social media platform is our Instagram. Um, it's at Just your Pod. Uh, we only post a few times a week. We post our when you know when, when an episode is released. We release every Tuesday um, officially. We release Monday night, so that's when you'll see us post it. But um, generally, if you're on your way to work or whatever, um, you can listen to it Tuesday. Unless you're really, really wanting to tune in um, the night before, you can do that. Um, we also post about. The, the drink of the week and also um, the recommendation of the week um, just so you guys can see what we're talking about um, and yeah if you have any feedback you can leave it on any of our posts or if you want to email us directly you can email us at gmail um, just drive pod at gmail.com again that's at uh, that's just drive pod at gmail.com
0: thank you guys again for uh, listening um, and thank you Emily and Darren again for making your t- making your evening uh, a little more boring to spend it with us, right? Um, No. What is it, like 10 p.m. there now? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, well, you guys should get some rest. But yeah, uh, listeners, thanks again. Um, And as always, we will see you next time. See ya. Bye.